welcome back guys or welcome for the first time to another episode of the Malls and Musings show. Today I am joined by Mr. Kanav. Hello guys. Kanav, it is so good to have you here. Thank you for taking the time out. Yeah, of course. And uh, you know, I am obviously in my golf attire because I played (laughs) golf. He's in his Mexico attire because he just flew in from Mexico. He flew in straight from Mexico. (laughs) He had to wait in a two hour line for uh, like in India for the uh, whole process. Immigration. It was crazy, man. I'm telling you. And this guy's still. These guys are slow as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, we actually met at this party. We uh, we sort of uh, had some mutual friends there, but even I myself don't exactly know what Kanaf does. So Kanaf, for myself and for the guests, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. So my name is Kanaf. Originally from Punjab, I went to boarding school in Shimla, and uh, since then my life has been crazy. Um, so nine years in boarding school, I took a year off to travel after that. So oh, I went sweet. to Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam. This is which year? This is when I was 18. I'm 26 now. So okay. Eight 20, years ago? Yeah, like 20, 2015, 2016. Yeah, 2014 is when I graduated. Sweet. And so right after that, went on skiing trips, went on... But that is a crazy thing. Like, sorry to cut you off, but like yeah, no taking worries. a whole year off to yeah. travel right after you graduate. My parents were not allowing me to do this. <laughs> they made me cry literally. Oh. So wow. I was on a call with them. I was in Shimla. Yeah. My board exams were about to get finished. And yeah. I was like, I have decided to take a year off. And Amazing. we already knew I was going to go to the US to pursue my bachelor's. Yeah. But uh, the counselor, she actually lives in Delhi. Um, she was like, no, there's no way they're going to see this as a very big negative. It's a red flag. What right. are you doing for you? I was like, I have a plan. Yeah. I'm going to travel. I'm going to go help people. So what we Amazing. did in Thailand was we helped people in these like uh, communities where they didn't have food. <coughs> right. Like, have like government housing and all. So like those. It was just a village pretty ah, much. Village. So okay. these these kids didn't really have access to clean drinking water in the summer. So we built yeah. them like a little like embankment sort of a dam okay. sort of a thing great man yeah so that was three four weeks i did there and then i made you know amazing friends of course kept traveling kept traveling kept traveling yeah. got the traveling um bug as they say it yeah and then since then yeah i've just been around and then after that i went to the u.s yes. pursued my bachelor's and this now is 2018 2017 2018 this is 2015 okay you went yeah okay and then after that pretty much came back because i didn't want to be a corporate slave and started my own business. So now I do music marketing. So that's marketing for musicians. It's digital, but we also do billboards in places okay. like Times Square, New York, oh, and things sweet. like that. Yeah, we get people on Rolling Stone, we get people on Billboard, we get people charted, things like that. Sweet. So we work with some labels yeah. in the US, but we also work with independent artists. Amazing. So yeah. basically, um, you are the person who like can make somebody famous. We can make people famous. I made that bitch famous. <laughs> <laughs> We've made some people like definitely grow. Okay. Um, we haven't had that mainstream success yet. Yet. But there's some yeah. NDAs that we've signed. Of we course. can't really talk about some of the big people that we work right. with behind the scenes as the backbone. Right. Yeah. For example, billboard charting. A lot right. of people think that people just are good at music and they chart on billboard. No, they pay for that shit. They bro. pay for that shit. They right? pay for that I, shit. So I actually had another guest on the, on the show who actually said a similar thing that like people actually pay to get popular and like famous, especially 100%. like in the music industry. Because originally I, uh, sort of being an outsider, thought that people got famous or like, you know, because because that one song got Yeah, they're viral. so talented or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Does, that, does that like actually happen? Like, so say, let's say that I have, like, let's say I'm like a musician, right? Yeah. And I make this one song today. 
three years later, somehow, you know, maybe even through like reels and all nowadays. Yeah, yeah. That song was famous. Mm-hmm. Does that still happen, or like, is it is it like one of those one in a million cases that happens, and like most of them people pay to get famous? I think it's both. Okay. I think as a you need to build a brand hmm. because look, if you're a musician, your reel blows up, but there's nothing happening behind the scenes. Hmm. There's no background. It's sort of just traffic, but like it's no just brand. Gonna, it's gonna blow up. You're gonna get a bunch of streams, and that's right. it. Right. But if right. you if you position yourself in the right way, and then you blow up through a reel or a TikTok, hmm. then you've already placed. For example, you're selling a T-shirt. You're hmm. doing anything. You're selling a venue, uh, a concert ticket. Yeah. You have the way to monetize that new fan base Understood. so the base has to be strong and True. then you get the content right blow mm. up now you have the structure you've blown up through a few uh, reels videos whatever it is and then you automatically monetized Understood. That. so that's like the basis of how to actually do it smart Right. A lot of people will blow up, but then the next day you won't, you'll forget yeah, about them. Yeah, this is like they, they, this, and then it's they like go they down go. equally fast. Yeah, but if you have this structure, if you have a good team around you, yes, social team, producers, yes, ARs that you are in touch with, ARs are pretty much you know people. What is what does it mean, ANR? ANR is pretty much somebody. Let's say I have a company, I have a label, I'm looking yeah. for new talent. I'll have ARs okay. that will pretty much find new talent for me. Amazing. It's like a scout for a football a scout, team. Yeah. For example. What are your thoughts on this uh, Nigerian uh, rapper, uh, Remy? Remy? Who Amazing. basically got like, I mean, uh, civilians. Mm-hmm. We guys think that Remy got famous because of that one song. Yeah. What was it called? With the, with the, with the one with the, uh, Selena Gomez? I forgot his name, man. <laughs> I forgot the name too. <laughs> Calm Down? Calm Down, yeah. yeah. Was it actually that one song? Because bro, that guy hosted like tours and concerts Look, based on that one song. Yeah. And nobody knows any other song. Bro, forget about Remy. Think about YSV, what's his name? Gangnam Style? Oh, yeah. Bro, that guy Sai, P-A-P-S-Y. Sa- yeah, Sai. Yeah. So, still to this day, this yeah. song came out probably five years ago. Bro, more than years ago, more than that. I saw a video of like one of his concerts yeah. in China somewhere. Probably 100,000 people. Packed what? venue. And they're all dancing to that shit. To that, yeah. That, still to this day. So, insane. yeah, one song can make you famous. So, so what is the... What do you think is there in that... Okay, like, let's... Let's get a bit nerdy into the into, Let's into, do the, into the music field. Mm-hmm. What is it about certain songs that catch that uh, virality virus versus 99.9999% that just die down? I think the first thing is like authenticity. Okay. Um, but then also I think that's now in this day, it's really hard to find that. Hmm, so true. there's usually there's a formula hmm. that can help you go viral. Okay. Um, and that's why people use songwriters. So most yeah. of these people, you think Taylor Swift, Rihanna, all these people, they write their own music. They don't write Drake, their own music. No, bro. Fuck. They have somebody as a ghostwriter who writes their stuff. They pay them a lot. Ah. And Rihanna actually has this thing where she takes people every year, like five or ten songwriters, to an island in the Caribbean oh, every shit. year, all paid for, like maybe two, three weeks. And all they have to do is write songs for just her. Like, like, just like come up with good shit. Yeah, just come up with like some nice songs, some nice lyrics. Amazing. It's all about... Also, I think 50% is the production, which is the beat. Mm. If the beat is catchy, bro, people will just fuck with it. They'll just That's be like true, this. man. Some beats and then, really are amazing. Like, imagine, most of these songs, some Spanish songs are viral that we yeah. listen to in India. We don't know an ounce of Spanish. We don't know 100%. any word of Spanish. But, but we, we listen, listen to, to it because it. it's a nice fucking bop. Because like it's, it's a nice you beat, really. Yeah, exactly. Just listen to so it, So I man. think 50% yeah. is production. Okay. Maybe 20% would be songwriting. Okay. And then the rest is like the delivery, the cadence. Ah. 
things. Ah, okay. For example, rap, you need all that. True that. Yeah. So, so do you think like somebody can decode that shit and reverse engineer it and then make a viral song? There's a whole bunch of influencers on Instagram that yeah. teach you this. How Ooh. to make a song? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. How to make a song viral? How can you Damn. use, for example, Taylor Swift's new album? Yeah. This guy will literally decode the entire song and yeah. say, "This is why this went viral." Damn, so then crazy. people have access to that public information. So that's good and bad because now everybody has the potential to go viral. Viral, but there's a hundred thousand songs, over a lakh songs being uploaded every single day. Damn. So bro. then the competition goes crazy. Damn, that's amazing. Yeah. So kind of, this, this show is called Malls and Musing, right? Yes, sir. Where is the where are the malls? Where? I think it's right in front of it's, us. We <laughs> should there. pour it up. So, so like the first question that I ask all of my guests yeah. is what does the word musing mean to you? Just like go completely free flow with it. I just think uh, musing is probably somebody that you're interested in like getting to know mm. and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. It can be a guy or a girl. Mm. Usually a muse is a girl, right? True like that. For a guy, yeah. it's like okay, I have my muse because she listens to me. Um, she's emotionally attached to me. Whatever it is, yeah. and she gives you good feedback on whatever you're talking about. So I think a muse is just somebody you're interested to getting to know and learn more about. Okay. So what are you currently musing upon? A lot of things, man. Uh, I don't want to go dark or like negative with this, but no, you war. can. I mean, like, like whatever, whatever comes naturally to you. Yeah, so like, like the the, the, the war in uh, hmm. you know Gaza yeah, and yeah, yeah. Israel. I think that's something that I think about a lot. A big reason for me to leave the U.S. was also because I sort of understood that they support a lot of yeah, wars. they sort of fund so it I, as well, man. I didn't want to give my tax money to ah. support a war. Right? True that. Yeah. So I was indirectly, I felt contributing towards that while I was Correct. in that economic system, hmm. making money, giving them taxes. So that was actually a big reason I gave up on living in the oh, U.S. Amazing. Also, apart from the fact that they take forty percent <laughs> if you're in California, and they still have homelessness, they still, still not they safe. They have a lot of homelessness. Still not safe. Yeah. You, anybody can draw a knife on you on the streets. Yeah. Uh, look at like L.A. People think L.A. is like this fucking heaven. Like, yeah. No, it's not. Promised land. Yeah, it's not at all. Like, if you go to downtown LA, yeah. you wouldn't want to stay there. Like, why do you think people still have that? Like, why do, why do you think people still put, like, USA and especially LA still versus people who say put India and other countries and, like, like what is this chapati place? Which yeah. is which is actually sort of like the like the global perception. So which is changing, but right mm -hmm. now it is still that perception. So why do you think that happens? Yeah. So I lived in the US for six years, six and a half years. Got yeah. a job there. Had a contract offer, but I said no to it because they yeah. really wanted just me to stay, stay there. Yeah. And they wanted me to basically sign a document that said. You have to stay you with my company leave. for five, six nah, years, ten years, crazy. blah blah blah. I was like, fuck this shit. Does that actually happen in corporate? Like for me, signing I, five, six year contracts. That's a long they, fucking time. I guess they believed in me. But oh, also wow. they wanted a basis to give me a visa. So they ah, were like, okay, if I'm giving him a visa, understood. I want him to stay here for at least. Of course. What if I give him a visa in one year and he changes his job, right? So, so basically what my point was, I've stayed there for a while. Most of my friends when I was in the US were yeah. white people and things like that. Um, but that was the switch was like, okay, I don't think it's safe. I don't think my money is going in the right places. Yeah. I'd rather go somewhere like Dubai, which is where I live now, which is zero mm. tax. Yeah. The safest place you'll ever go to clean. And I think India is actually doing way better than the US now. 100%. But traditionally, why do, why do I think people put 
the US on a pedestal is because traditionally they were the biggest you know in the world do you also think that uh, movies play a huge role like hollywood 100% 100% like projecting that perception of various countries i mean hollywood is power man yeah hollywood is the biggest industry in the world yeah. in terms of like what people watch online yeah. now it's being uh, obviously um social media is replacing that facebook yeah. instagram all these different youtube uh, is replacing that yeah. but traditionally the power hollywood had was amazing like basically if you wanted to promote your brand let's say you were marlboro back in the day yeah. all you have to do is pay leonardo dicaprio 10 yeah. million dollars to smoke one cigarette for 10 seconds in a scene you've seen that movie And, haven't you yeah i've seen that movie What What's is it, it called? called? It's called. Man. It's basically called smoking. Thank something. you for smoking. Thank you for smoking. Uh, bro, I saw that movie like five days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it like a few years ago. Amazing but movie, man. That exposes that how the tobacco companies yeah. grew by literally paying ten million dollars to big artists. Hundred like, percent. Not artists. Yeah, they're artists. Like much. they are literally. Yeah. yeah like uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. The scam artist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's really funny? I heard this like a couple of days ago, but. Yeah. You know Leonardo DiCaprio he's like this guy who's like he's going to save the world from global warming and stuff. Yeah. Obviously all of his money comes from all charities doing, and all who no, like doing him. ads for people like Apple who's right. obviously they're going to places like Nigeria all of these course. different places in Africa yeah. and stripping people of their money and land. Yeah. And to not to throw so much shade on the US but the US I think it's a conspiracy theory but i think they bombed uh, their own twin towers damn just to that get is into the hole. middle east yeah to get their resources like oil damn so they could go there say that it was uh, an isis thing that they yeah. did but it wasn't al qaeda al qaeda yeah. whatever it was but to go to like places like iran iraq afghanistan yeah. all these different places and extract oil and resources from them yeah. so it's very very economically I would say it's the craziest place on earth in terms of economic people just think crazy they'll do anything for money the That's big corporations true, do you do you believe in the uh, in sort of the the illuminati i do think that's true what do you think you know alex is? jones i do yeah so yeah. alex jones has this entire podcast where he tells of the story of when he went to like one of these events and he yeah. saw he actually saw somebody being murdered because it's so dark bro they they basically donate blood so there was a guy who was uh, he saw somebody slit his throat take the blood Damn. and it was like this whole procession and ceremony of like oh, donating shit. to yeah. the devil right obviously money is evil in that sense yeah have you i don't think money is evil but in that sense the way these things are done yeah. it's fucking evil have you looked into like satanism and devil worshiping i think i think you have little bit This is as far as I've gone. Okay. When Alex Jones told me told that story on YouTube, it was crazy for me. Like it was a whole yeah. other awakening. That to me proves that there's uh satanism. Satanism. I think so, yeah. And even places like the US. If you think about like all this kala jadu and like black magic, you'll think of Indians. <laughs> but it's happening it's in a crazy way US, bro, abroad, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, 100% man. You, but like you being you having lived in the US, what are your impressions on Hollywood and like, you know, What do you think about Hollywood as a whole? I think it's a money-making machine, bro. Like anything else in the world, mm. I think the world is very simple yet very very complex. So mm. if you go deep into something, it'll become either simple or complex. It's a weird thing that I'm saying. So basically, I think 
if you get into making money it's very simple to really know okay hollywood is for money charity is for money hmm. everything people are doing they have a face or they have a facade yeah they do but have a facade but at the end of the day it's very like personal and like it's selfish interest at heart hmm. and then what i said earlier about life if you get into like things like meditation figuring yourself out yeah. why do we live like what's our purpose on this earth and like yeah. uh, you know whatever then it becomes deep then it becomes unsolvable so i feel like humanity as a whole has deviated from the unsolvable to the solvable where it's like okay there's this piece of paper that i really need because that brings you status that brings you power that makes mm. your family rich it feeds everyone and the good thing about that being on that side which is one of my long term goals is you can help other people with it Hmm. you can help poor people you can give them the basics have you have you always had that sort of giving back mentality 100% every single since i was like i think 13 14 i yeah. looked at people who on the streets who asked hmm. for money and this and that and i've never been against it i've just felt for them so i think i'm an empath okay that's just who i am as a do person you, do you ever believe that like maybe like so okay so do you do you believe in karma Yeah, 100%. So do you think that those people are in that situation maybe because of some karma from their past life? I don't believe in past lives now. You don't believe in past I life. I don't believe in past lives. Okay. I believe in karma in this life. Okay. Cuz we don't really know if we had past so then, lives or not. Correct. But in this life, I feel like I'm a person where it's like the here the now. Yeah. What can I do? Yeah. to help people. Right? Okay. So it's like okay, I don't think they had bad karma karma from their past life. I just feel like they were born in a place where they didn't have enough resources to grow. Do you do you believe in God as well? I do believe in God a little bit. What I think is I'm your, more spiritual. What is what is the relationship around with like spirituality and God and so how do you find it? So first of all, it? I don't pray or anything like that. Okay. Because most prayers are like, can I get this? Can yeah, I get this? they're like basically. And even my something. mom does this. Of course. <laughs> my mom will be like, I asked <laughs> for this to happen, and I'm yeah. like. Well, whatever. Like, I don't think that's the right way to go yeah, about it. Yeah, true that. But I think the religion that I'm closest to, yeah, is Buddhism, and that's because of all these ideals of karma, compassion, yeah, you know, taking care of your neighbor type Correct. of thing. Correct. Because it's the most, it's the religion that's most rooted in reality. Hmm. They don't have all these like you know thousand gods that were yeah. back in the day. They had a story. They have a book. Right. They just have okay. They just have belief. The, the now, what can you do to make hmm. the world a better place today? right so that's what i like about uh hmm. buddhism do you ever like do you ever you know you were talking about how you grew up and like you know you sort of saw these people in like these situations these bad situations today uh when i was in this golf course playing golf which is why i have the cap i'm not i'm not a dumb person i have a cap cuz i was cuz cuz this guy this guy came from mexico the cap looks good on you <laughs> yeah so it, like around that golf course there were like 100 200 cr crore houses yeah bungalows built right mm-hmm. and there were tons of them like this whole area is like wealthy wealthy right? were like people who like own all sorts of factories and like half of half of india's businesses are there yeah. like business owners you know and then i see the people around here where we are shooting this you know like completely uh, living that simple life you know uh, grazing some cattle and everything barely making ends meet how how do you think some people have cracked that money matrix and some people are still living in that uh living in this you know unfortunate situations and and, and do you think it is possible to escape it 
hundred percent possible because of internet, which is mm. amazing. That's true. Um, a lot of people back in the day used to blame internet mm. for you know life is fucked up and this and that. Yeah. But if you look at a lot of these, bro, I saw a reel today of a guy who's literally living in a jhopadi. Yeah. And he's waking up and documenting his entire process, and he has like fucking at least one lakh shares. On that video. Oh, sweet. So that, and he doesn't have a home to live in. Okay. He's living in like Insane. a side of the streets. Damn. And he's going for a workout. Yeah. And he's coming back. Then he's saying in these videos, you know, I don't have the nice light. So what should I buy? Right in the comments. This guy has five thousand comments on this. He's completely honest and like himself. Literally. And so now he, these people have the platform to say their story. Maybe there's somebody in Gujarat watching his thing on a jopri. and he's also in a jopri and that inspires him to be a social media content creator mm. or whatever yeah. you know what i mean something it's online true. it's true so i think it's very very possible to do it obviously yeah. it's harder for somebody who doesn't have wifi who doesn't know who hasn't been brought up like the way we've been mm. brought up so yeah. that's why i'm always grateful for where we come from we have nice 100%. families yeah. and things like that but yeah i think it's totally achievable but the difference between the two is just education bro You think so? I think But so. But then many of those people who have those hundred twenty CR houses. I don't talk. I'm not talking brands. about like the traditional okay. education system. Uh, I'm not talking about like going to school uh, and going okay, to okay. a college and yeah. like doing a corporate job because that's part of the matrix. That's yeah. they've designed those systems two yeah. hundred years ago from people like John D. Rockefeller. Yes. who designed the entire uh, banking system as well banking systems as well as the education system was basically to uh, prime you to be a slave basically a modern yeah. day slave cogs in the that, system yeah. you know yeah but not the traditional system i'm talking about but if you can read books or the mm. biographies from other successful people yeah um in any language it can be hindi right. it can be english right. one thing i don't like about indians a lot is like if you don't know how to speak good english they'll make fun of you Yeah, which I is, really don't which like is, that. This is very weird, bro. It's just a way of communicating. Especially so if, you, if I speak yeah. Hindi and I don't know English, you know English and Hindi. That doesn't mean you're smarter than me. Exactly. Kind of in some ways, yeah. The more languages I you mean, know, the more I have sort of seen more of the world. I would say. Yeah. But that is not making me smarter as well. And uh, the funny thing is that, uh, especially like in countries like South America, Europe. They people, don't, people don't speak English. They don't give a fuck. They they Europe. literally rap. Yeah, they completely like rap their own language yeah. freely. They 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 like go to all sort of places abroad. They'll still speak their language. And of course, I don't think that's our fault as a country. I think the fault, obviously, the Britishers came in and yeah. fucked us up. Yeah. And we were happy speaking Hindi, being one of the richest countries in the world, yes. the richest, honestly. Probably. Um, and they wanted us to get, you know. in the matrix and gave us the english language and yeah. gave us all these schools and um transportation systems that benefited them but yeah. now since that now we think it's cool to speak in english now yeah. we think it's you know obviously it's the global language because they mm. annexed all these different places and fucked every country in the world though but before that it was all good Actually, like, like the funny thing is that you know people call India like a very uh, back, like backward country, and you know, like, Gavar country globally. But there are more English-speaking people in India than anywhere in the world. Wow, I didn't know that. That that is a fact. Wow. I think okay, so US has like a three hundred million population. India might have like two hundred million uh, English speakers. English speakers, which is still a huge amount, and yeah. bro, give it like five years. 
bro jio changed the whole indian landscape completely like jio made uh, like uh, internet free basically and phones cheaper uh, about that guy who was yeah. sharing that reel who is like you know who doesn't even have a house yeah he has access to internet yeah. he can reach people like you and me yeah. and people more than us more than us bro globally like, i've never had a reel that has 5000 comments on it <laughs> bro imagine <laughs> how, how many kind of, comments is how many comments is your reel yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's it's crazy and you know uh, I was actually having this uh, debate with my friend earlier. Yeah. I actually asked him the same question that bro do you think that anybody can become rich and like anybody can you know uh, become uh, successful and he's like no bro cuz like you know like the whole education everything. And I'm like no bro like all anybody needs is phone and wifi. Yeah. Cuz they access to everything. In my opinion sir I don't think anybody can become rich and okay. reach a lot of people. Really? This think, guy yeah. works hard. So see, this guy see, works his ass hard off. comes he later. works yeah he works he he wakes up in the reel this fucking reel ah it's like 4 a.m. he goes for a workout comes Damn. back writes his scripts edits the video himself yeah, goes in the evening does this job that pays what is 150 his, rupees what a is day what is his name though i don't remember but i'll i'll but send it to shout you. or whatever yeah, his name is amazing guy man I'm <laughs> honestly so impressed sort of india's uh, david uh, goggins or, yeah always like, running bro Yeah, honestly. Wow. What a guy. But basically, yeah, you need the basis which is now being accessible to people which is the internet yeah. and a little bit of education hmm. and then on top of that you need other things. The same with you asked me how can an artist blow up? Yes. You need the base. Yeah. And then you have the ability to blow up and make it count like this guys. Hmm. I have this rapper friend of mine who's obviously watching this. Cheers. Shout out. So This guy has been making rap for the past couple of years right. He 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 definitely has talent cuz like his cuz like he can just you know come up with these uh, song lyrics quickly. Like he has the shit in him that people pay pay for. But for some reason he's not able to get that get past that leap of faith of getting that quality in, you know? Like in terms of in the his music audio itself. yeah, in terms of the audio quality. Yeah. So what advice would you have for him like say maybe something is holding him back he's like bro i want to you know do a do like a job on the side this like you know this like rap thing might or might not blow up yeah. so and like uh like him and as well as i'm sure many rappers who who would be watching this video/reel what what would you tell them like what is that thing that separates most rappers from somebody who has a potential to blow up who who should blow up I think in today's age surround yourself with the right people. It sounds cliche but mm. if you're around people who are better rappers than you even in an online community mm. right you don't have to be physically around them. Right. If you spend your time online and you find like discords and like other you can build your own community yeah. with other people 100%. that are even better than you. 100%. You can reach out to people that you want to collab with. And let's say you reach out to 10 people you want to collab with at least two or three people of them will reply to you. Mm. Right so slowly build your community online or in person based yeah. on where you are in the world right and based on that is that how you progress mm. it's like okay you're around all these really talented people and they're kind of showing you the way mm. or go get a mentor sense. somebody yeah. who's skilled at helping other people blow up 
maybe not me maybe somebody else maybe yeah. um somebody who's in your group or somebody who you might have found online like i said mm. and kind of ask them what you can do better but i think surrounding yourself with quality rappers mm. with quality musicians and spending time with them online or offline is the best way to level up your skills as well but isn't there like a competition uh, like a uh, dynamic between rappers cuz it is that between uh, like bollywood actors that's a really good question i didn't yeah. see that one coming but yeah i think if they're not big enough yet there won't mm, be but okay. if they're already at a place you want to reach if they're selling out shows yeah they they honestly won't feel like you're their competition cuz you're so much yeah. below them you're sort of like a young guy on this come up who might be yeah. beneficial for him later yeah exactly cuz you know collabs and all like when rap you is reach all out collabs. to somebody you're not going to say hey can you help me that's the worst way to reach out to somebody yeah, you have that. to say that you have a value proposition for them what should that be a value proposition is something that okay if i come on this podcast i will give you value and in turn i get value from this yes. podcast and from you yes, so like like podcast why do you think they're blowing up now because bro they're blowing up crazy because and it's been the same thing for 2 years yeah and the reason is because yeah obviously there's this value exchange you get to know somebody and it's not really about content yeah it it's is not about the I... actual in person content that's actually true and having true. a good time and if you have a good time and you're talking nice and like you actually like each other's presence hmm. the podcast will go fantastically 100% man so, is, that's 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 very true yeah bro like there's been like you were saying there's been so many podcasts coming up like since 2020 since covid mm-hmm. every person and their friend has a podcast Yep. How do you think my podcast Malls and Musing, which I actually call a show because there's visual elements and all. Like yeah. look at this fucking light which reminds me it's got off, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What? <laughs> anyway, cheers. so yeah, cheers man. So yeah, moving on to the next segment of the show, mhm, which is called personal life. Let's so, kind of how is your personal life now especially being in the being in the music industry? I'm sure you you know i'm sure you know your way around women <laughs> how is it yeah i mean uh, for honestly talking about myself personally yeah growing up i was like the shy kid even mm. after school because i went to boarding school right i couldn't talk to women it of was course. a it was a boys boarding school i went to bishop cotton shout out bcs shimla um but yeah it was a all boys boarding school so yeah. we really had to learn after we graduated how to talk to women yeah because we'd feel really shy on average people who come out of like a all boys boarding school will feel weird around women naturally so you have to learn that and like like i said when i went to thailand building houses with people and things like that i yeah. met this guy his name is wyatt he's from la also shout out he yeah. kind of taught me how to be social and talk to people blend in any environment ah. so slowly i kind of learned from him you sort of just picked off things from him like Literally. being around him you know uh, like uh, osmosis and everything it's yep. it's true man even myself like even i used to be an introvert bro complete introvert i couldn't ask like anyone for directions yeah it was it was that crazy and then yeah man it just it just sort of changed on, on its own yeah it was one of those things where i went to college in mumbai uh, narsi munji and my miss shout out although i mean it's fine but uh, over, over there I, i actually saw like what the world is like cuz like narsi munji in mumbai is sort of like in it's sort of like this uh, like very uh, high society college yeah where like all the wealthy people from all over india come there yeah and 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 i and i saw that and i was like damn like these people know how to you know Talk, these people know how to talk socialize socialize carry themselves like behave in public 
and I sort of picked up on that because you know growing up in Noida, it's yeah. like a very you know chill, like very yeah, sheltered. Uh, yeah, you know sheltered and very like you sort of live in you know, sort of live in this bubble, and you never grow out of it. So definitely Mumbai helped me a lot, man. It was, yeah. it was, it was really nice. Now, by the way, I don't think it's bad to be an introvert. I don't think mm. you know there's anything wrong with that. But I do think you know people are social beings, and I feel like even as an introvert, there is some part of you that's that has this yeah. like ache of like you know okay, why can't I talk to people? Why yeah. can't I do this? Like I said, nothing wrong with that. But yeah. slowly, if you can take a few steps, get out of your comfort zone, be uncomfortable. Yeah. That's how you grow. I think it limits you to uh, many opportunities. Yeah. Being an introvert, like definitely, is like is like fine. Like I mean, I'm, there are tons of people. In fact, I think most people are introverts, yeah. especially like in today's you know day and age. I think they just they just maybe maybe people feel a lot too much about what will that person think if I talk yeah. to them. So they sort that, of live in their safe world. And that was my excuse. Okay, yeah. what will that guy think? What will that girl think? Yeah. She'll probably think I'm creepy, or the guy will yeah. probably think like, who the fuck are you? I've met you for the first time. Yeah. But I kind of like obviously like I need to zoom out. People need to zoom out. We're just on a fucking floating piece of rock in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. None of us really matter. Obviously, there've been like a few people, maybe ten people in the world that have really made a difference. Yeah. Right? They matter. But do we matter really? Right. Not yet. Not yet. Not Obviously, yet. we we want to get to that place, but of also course. we will get to that place by not giving a fuck of yeah, like how bro, other people exactly. perceive you. Yeah, 100%. Because then you won't be original. If you're not going to be authentic, yeah. you're not going to leave uh, an authentic expression of you in the world. And yeah. I think that's the worst thing you could do as a human being. Bro, there's so many people that say, "Oh my God, uh, AI is going to take over everything." But I'm like, bro, AI can never take over uh, like any individual person. Mm-hmm. AI can take AI can take over the say sort of like the sort of like the manual, uh, you know, laborious jobs. Yeah, like repeatable tasks, yeah. you know, which have like a system. But like, mm. how I think one person can compete with AI or in fact defeat it very easily is just just be be yourself. Yeah, just be yourself because I think that with AI the value of being you, even with your flaws, even with your whatever man, even with your creepiness or whatever even if you are that kind of person you can still lead a very uh, successful life because ai can never compete with uh, uh, authenticity yeah i think i, I think just in reality like what people think if they're against ai it's like they're defeating themselves yeah. we're not against ai true we're trying to use it to our benefit definitely because so, ai will always need somebody to like sit behind a computer and like type what it wants maybe 10 years maybe, on the line yeah. ai will be sentient as they say and even did you see that video of this like almost actress like i think she's in bollywood okay but you know what deep fake is yes so there was a deep fake of a girl yeah going into a elevator okay and she's like whatever she's smiling and then deep fake ai basically replace the face with this famous person and it looks exactly Damn. 99.99999% like her So damn that's crazy. So that is like the crazy shit that we're going to have to deal with. You can easily throw somebody under the, un, under under the bus yeah, and make true. a AI deep fake about them of you killing somebody and it's actually somebody else. Bro, with exactly. your face on it. How do you think people are going to like live in a world full of deep fakes? What do you think is the is like the sort of the way around? Because I personally feel that in a like maybe not right now but maybe 2 years, 5 years on the line. when these deep fakes and all are very you know prominent. like like prominent and like even more real like cuz yeah. there's there's always levels of real right i think the most important 
most believable connection will be this personal connection you know yeah like you can see the person you can you can hear them you can you can feel them that is the only real thing left in the world mm-hmm. you know and, i think yeah and, i think and sorry but like even in like even nowadays bro like this personal connection this human touch i think it's i think it's getting lesser and lesser of course which is crazy to think about cuz yeah. just 15 years before there was no social media like in human history it's crazy to think how the world has changed so much in just what 15 years let's say and bro me personally when i see you know people like just being on their phones all day and on their laptops all day and on uh, you know social media messaging people all day and calling people i'm like bro just just like meet them yeah. i feel that personal touch can never be replaced that's the one thing that ai can never compete with i get yeah i get that so like you asked me earlier before the pod like how have you done any podcast before and i was like yeah maybe on zoom but i've never done it in person yeah <laughs> maybe that was a deep fake <laughs> that wasn't me <laughs> no 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 so yeah the personal touch obviously is always going to be i think the best way to connect with people yes you can connect so much over zoom but body language mm. and like actually talking to them sitting with them on and off screen it's like that's that, what that, teaches you like yeah. who they are as a person the way Definitely. they behave with for example the guard here yeah. or somebody who's coming in maybe a random person pops in and how i uh, you know behave with them i think that's always going to be the basis of like human relationships yeah hopefully um but it is getting replaced yeah. um and yeah just to touch on your point human civilization over the last 200 to 500 years has progressed more than it has over the last 50,000 years. Yeah. So this is only getting the the periodic table or whatever you want to call it has gotten smaller and smaller. smaller, and smaller. smaller. Yeah. So the way AI is going to penetrate into yes. our lives is going to be way quicker than Facebook did. So how Google did. So so how do you think somebody like us normal people, you know, normal should people. like deal with it? Like deal with that time frame getting shorter and shorter. Cuz see, like you were saying, 200 years ago it was like we were still like the time doing frame. agriculture yeah. there was barely electricity you sort of still had time, time. Huh? you sort of still had time to uh, like adjust to the uh, process you know like the whole change is happening and yeah. nowadays bro bro like it's it's insane ai just came out like uh, uh, public ai Let's just came year out year like ago. one year ago i yeah. remember november late november 2020 2022 and now it's just every day like it's just getting you know faster and faster and i mean there are so many people who are still living that slow life slow life meaning you know studying 3 years in college 5 years medical students i'm sorry but 10 years yeah it's i mean for me personally like, they're doing it for a noble cause <laughs> i'm just kidding they're doing it for money let's they, be honest and bro not just that see money so my belief about money is that money will money money comes eventually like i i i, I personally feel that money flows where attention goes yeah so if you have attention sure. using ai right now money will flow exactly. if you have whatever wherever people are paying attention hmm. that's where money goes why do you think instagram has the biggest businesses in the world right now because it has all of my money of the last i'm not a big big businessman but i do well for myself yet yet <laughs> yeah but i do well for myself yes. you know i've supported myself financially we've made Amazing. you know six figures for the last 3 years Amazing. in dollars yeah. obviously dollars <laughs> guys convert <laughs> convert um but they're changing every day also so yeah. um also um like i said money goes where attention flows i have only used instagram for um wherever i get my money i don't have a website i don't have any right. these traditional it's crazy traditional shop yeah brick and mortar shop, shop yeah so slowly bro 
people will start to i think understand where the attention is flowing and that's where the money goes bro attention is so important in today's world like uh, like, like do you want to uh, touch up on like what attention is and, yeah. and and how people can use attention to gain success and let me actually backtrack a little bit my uncle he's in the us marine yeah. um oh, he's a sweet. us marine he actually <clears throat> told me this like 4 5 years ago yeah. that in 10 years people will give you phones for free but before you swipe up and open your phone there's going to be a bunch of ads ah. so you're going to see ads before you open your Damn. phone and do anything but it's going to be a free phone so right so that's how valuable attention is attention is but do you think uh all like do you think all attention is equal let's say for example mm-hmm. somebody like us looking at a phone you know looking at something paying attention giving attention to something versus say somebody around the sea like you know like those village people giving their attention versus somebody like an elon musk giving his attention do you think it's equal i think there's a product for everyone so in india mm, a so product mm. is probably the best product to launch i think in india would be a 1 rupee to 10 rupee 20 rupee product yeah apology like cuz there's a Because billion people who can afford that exactly a billion exactly so if you have attention that's worth 1 cent if you're making mm. 2 cents out of that out of a, mil- a billion people that's yeah. two, that's a billion and 17 years of education then 3 years on top of a bachelor's then another 1 2 3 slash 5 years if you're like a medical student that's Master's. 10 more years that's like that's like 27 mm-hmm. let's let's say 25 let's say you're 30 <clears throat> Let's, yeah, thirty education you're 30, done. You're making not, some money, corporate yeah. guy. What do you think about that path? Um, in India, I think if you've done your bachelor's, five thousand dollars, three lakh, three lakh a year. A year. Yeah. How much is that a month? <laughs> That's twenty-five thousand a month. How are they? How are you gonna pay your bills? Bro, literally. Imagine. Like you can't if, even take a day out. with your significant other or your parents yeah. and like treat them to a nice place so i think obviously if you know the facts i'd say go to the statistics yeah google you know people like me the path that i want to take what are they doing how much are mm. they earning yeah. is it worth my time to sacrifice 10 years so i told you about that story where i was in the us and he was giving me a 10 year contract yes. and he was saying stay with us for 10 years my on average my salary for 10 years was going to be $100,000 a year which is amazing which is amazing yeah accounted honestly. for uh, promotions and everything but if probably you live in new york you're probably going to spend 50k ah, right. so the way That's i thought true. was okay if i spend 10 years working for a boss waking up at 6 waking up on a cold snowy day in yeah, new york yeah. going to work bringing him his fucking coffee being his <laughs> peon <guy>. right <laughs> whatever whatever they want me to yeah, do i have bro, to do probably, it probably man i can't i can take like maybe two weeks vacation in a year i'm basically a corporate slave yeah, right corporate slave. so i did the math simple as that i said 50000 even if i'm very 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 frugal in new york city i'll say 50000 a year in 10 years that will be 500000 yeah to be a millionaire it'll take me 20, 20 years 20 years and it's crazy does nobody does that make sense no and you know what like so nowadays Now people are waking up to, to become it. a millionaire in like the next 2 3 years fuck yeah so imagine yeah and bro. this is statistically based i'm not just yeah, saying i'm on a like, path yeah you know like it's just happening numbers, right exactly. every year it's it true. goes up 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 next year we can break half a million that's the goal but the thing is i could never have done that in this job yeah so, so just do the math is my which is destiny do you believe that some people are just destined to be that and some people are destined to be free cuz look like you were saying 
like all of all of the facts are out there laid out there for you know like for people to see that it does not make sense to do this and like uh, like it's not even that people need to have talent to become you know like to basically have no, freedom money. over their time yeah you, you know? don't need talent yeah, to you work don't need talent anymore. you literally just that's the biggest flaw yeah. on the planet if somebody thinks i need talent to become rich yeah. oh my god no you don't yeah yeah totally what, no what do you what do you like what are your thoughts on talent versus hard work and somebody like is like i'm like a person i have zero talent ex ex girlfriends can attest to that <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah you know me zero talent how do i become money rich bro what is the path for me attention you can do yeah attention attention is the is the and is now the you don't to do, need right? attention on your face you can have yeah. a clip of andrew tate or a clip True of that. these big influencers bro, these affiliate marketers are doing this shit bro everybody is a- exactly and not right? even affiliate marketing affiliate marketing is if you are underrated i'm promoting your product no yeah. um i just post your clips on tiktok i get a million views i get a thousand dollars yeah it can be anybody you it can be zendaya it can be j cole drake you can monetize on other people so easily you don't need to be talented yourself you need to be talented in the sense mm. okay you have to put some hard work but going back i hope that answers your question it does but going back to destiny i do believe yeah. in destiny but destiny in my mentality or mind frame is yeah. it's rooted in real life it's rooted in hard work okay so if if mm. snail i know you let's say for example for 20 years i know you you're 25 26 whatever and for 20 years you've been busting your ass working hard i can say to you bro you're destined for greatness mm. it's not some like up in the air kind of yeah. thing where oh this you was my destiny it. it was your destiny because you worked for it and you put in your entire effort yeah. and you did what 99% of people won't do Hmm. and that's why you're part of the 1% club most people don't even work hard at all Mm-mm. so like like uh, i don't work hard it, i mean but like people like you are talented na bro you have no bro <laughs> i feel like i feel like i'm at a place where i can now i over the last 5 years i've collected enough hmm. knowledge where now i don't need to work so hard. that compound but effect, in the beginning right? i yeah, worked hard bro, now 100%. i have to okay i have to find other people that can work harder than me yeah. and pay them what's fair to them if mm. i have more knowledge about the industry that i'm in even though you and i have the same product same service to sell i'll make more money than you mm. for me biohacking just means enhancing your performance on a daily yeah. basis viagra it doesn't <laughs> which all these yachts are fucking overrated Bro. you can fucking rent a yacht for 2 hours for literally 100 dollars which brings me to a very important topic not 100 dollars maybe 500 dollars which brings me to a very important topic bro fake flexing What do you think about people who like fake flex nowadays? Like I just, don't really so now it's so prevalent. Yeah, it's so that prevalent. That I really just look at it and I'm just looking it away and there's no nothing is registering in so my mind. So that numb anymore. feeling, right? You're like yeah. yeah. I mean in fact if like like uh whatever like anything, it is even if the whole value goes down. Dior whatever bro, I don't yeah, know bro. what they're wearing chains and everything. I've never really personally bought anything for myself hmm. over a certain amount of money yeah. that probably like these jeans are probably 3000 rupees this is for free my ex gave it to me she's half mexican shout out <laughs> no <laughs> this guy this guy said living mexico um and yeah bro like that's latinas, it that's my outfit this latinas was also be, a gift latinas be so good this guy's still living mexico bro yeah so bro like i love the mexican soccer team choa choa oh my legend. god legend 2014 world cup yeah five five probably probably bro yeah curly hair like me <laughs> but long hair long hair and uh, saves like bro, a motherfucker bro crazy. but yeah um so yeah i don't really i've never really spent any money 
significant amounts of money yeah. on looking good. I think if you have a nice body, if you take care of yourself, if you look good, if you talk good, you'll just automatically yeah. attract, attract people into your life. Guys and girls. Speaking of uh, attracting, you know, people, what are your like? What's your current situation with women and all, and like like in the whole dating scene and all? What's I don't. It, what's it like? Currently, I don't think I'm fit to date. Um, I wanna be. I think if I date seriously now, it's gonna be for a potential wife. Hmm, so true. that negates pretty much ninety percent of the women true that, that I see. Okay, so okay, I so have fully, a lot of. I've dated a lot of like white girls. Yeah. I lived in the US a lot. Um, but now I've had the you know the opportunity to date outside of my culture. I do think I would eventually end up with in an Indian. Indian girl. My what ideal scenario would be Indian okay. Women? Let me tell you my ideal scenario. Yeah. A half Indian girl who lives abroad, uh, maybe half American, yeah. half Canadian, half British, but half Indian, still has the culture, still yes. has the values, yes. but also understands the Western world and how that shit works. Yeah, she's because not. That's how I am. She's not. Uh, she's not a hundred percent anything. Yeah, she's not like closed off to the whole. Like she, like she, she sort of seen the world. Yeah, like she has. You know, she knows what's up. She hasn't seen thing. a lot of the world. Right. Because I want to show her the world. Of if course. if I'm the, if I'm the guy yeah. like she wants to marry, I want to show her like more things than she's ever seen before. Right. What do you think it is about Indian girls that make them wifey material? Bro, I think now this is not for every Indian girl because mm. a lot of them do think that they need to be westernized. Yeah, they a like, lot of them nowadays. Lot yeah, they, they you know it's it's all over the fucking place. But I think I like the fact that they're very close to their families. Definitely. They respect their mom and dad. Respect um, is very important. Respect for family, family cuz I want them to respect my parents. Right. Right cuz they eventually hopefully going to come to my house. Of course. And it's not to say that I can't go to their house. This is not some feminist anti-feminism thing. Um if they have a house I would love to go there also but you know I future wife to like work and like have a place and like yeah. do all the tedious things that are meant for men. Hmm. Um traditionally right um i want her to like if she wants to work she does it by choice not right she has to yeah she, no, no she i will be the man. one supporting exactly. the family i'll be the one taking care of everyone physically you know and things like that and she'll be the emotional um right. kind of like backbone yeah backbone of the family definitely and i'll be the financial kind of hulk guy which and is how be it's the been. one that the hulk needs that girl bro yeah because without that girl hulk won't ever turn into hulk yeah hulk will just be this normal guy because obviously hulk needs to be angry to turn into hulk exactly and that chick is going to make and him so i will angry. i'll turn angry and become hulk if i have to protect bro. her and oh, my definitely. kids oh definitely that's true man yeah, yeah. so bro, that's so going to be the dynamic hopefully. what do you think about like you know like, like like the whole culture shifting nowadays and you know being like this whole like both of you work Both of you do these jobs that, like, like you don't even want to do. Yeah. To to you know to to like eventually uh, have two pet dogs and zero children, because oh my god, the world is so fucked up. Children are so expensive. Let's just have kids. Have pets. I What are your thoughts on this whole thinking and mentality? The whole bro, culture. Bro, I think nowadays? that's a. I think it's a recipe for disaster, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because <coughs> nobody's unhappy. Nobody's happy. Sorry, everybody's unhappy in this scenario. Just look at it. You have a job that you don't like. so does your husband you don't have kids i think personally women one of their biggest goals in life is having kids continuing mm. your generation mm. why do you think girls have babies and guys don't have babies because they're so more so there's so much more emotionally connected to human beings in general yeah right and 
I think most girls that I talk to, you know, they will say one of my biggest goals in life is to have kids, have a nice family, yeah. become a grandma, and like have a nice family. That's it, bro. And in this scenario yeah. that you've just described, where you have a job and your girlfriend has a job or your wife has a job that you both don't like. Come home to a dog. Yeah. The dog is probably fucking Should depressed. Be place, bro. Yeah. He's depressed. He's depressed. You're bro. not home. You've just <laughs> yeah. left him. Yeah. For you, that's one day. For him, that's, that's actually, like eight days. That's eight, bro. That's 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 such. For a him, that's you've left him alone for eight days, brother. That's and nobody's thing, happy. I I am. So I, I think it's not a good. having a dog again, bro. <laughs> no, but uh, with them, I've never then, had okay. a dog. But then to 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 like play uh, devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Let's say that some some girl who's watching this, some some yeah. you know era new era Maybe girl. Maybe she's doing that. Yeah, some new era girl who's saying that is like, no, but you know, uh, you know, like I need my own money. Like like why should I be dependent on my on my on, on like my guy to support a family? What would you say to those kind of women who like who want independence? Um, I think they can still be independent and mm-hmm. they can still get whatever they want. I would ask them why not. Why would you? Yeah, not? exactly. Why right? would you not want that? It's the best scenario for everyone. Why mm. do you want to work harder than you did? Like, for example, women in general did not really have jobs, uh, and like, you know, they didn't go out to be corporate like yeah. leaders like 50 years ago, 70 years ago. I don't think that's progressing females, to be honest. And honestly, bro, not just like if you think about, about the happiness working, index, yeah. divorce rates have gone up. They've gone female up, happiness man, and male happiness have go- has gone down. You know, so I don't think progression is always about how can I get more. Sometimes yeah. it's about how can I relieve myself of all this stress yeah. and let the husband who's supposed to kind of like... We are way more, I think, ambitious as people in general. I think it's and, in our biology. And, yeah, exactly. Because we're supposed to conquer the world. We used yeah. to have armies and like armies fight and, people yeah, fight and to protect basically, women. Get the entire world, being killed, bro. Bro, the entire world got killed, bro. The entire world. Why men do all this? Why fucking Alexander the Great tried yeah, to fucking uh, enslave the, the entire world, conquer the whole world, was for a woman. Hmm. So the women are already here. Yeah. They don't need to like go get a job and like push themselves more. You know, I don't think that's the way. And you know, honestly, women should think in this day and age. Even yeah. though, yeah, some guys have gone now they've gone feminine they'll say hey if i go on a date i want to split 50 50 with you <laughs> i think that's the opposite of a man that you should be attracting yeah. and honestly more like like this is not even to say that women work less because being because being a being a mom is mm-hmm. like a full-time job exactly and that's being, harder than yeah, going that is out way harder bro Women s- work more than men. Yeah, in literally. General. So, like, in terms of if you if you look at all the soft skills, developing kids, and things like that, I think my mom definitely bro. ten mom times more than my dad. Hundred percent. My dad probably doesn't even know like what I fucking studied. <laughs> like, you know, bro, are you misogynist scholars watching this? No, both of us know that women work way harder than men because being a because being like a mom is a full time job. Yeah, but it's just an, an emotional sort of job, and to be honest, bro, an emotional job like that is way more draining yeah, mentally, man. physically, mentally, physically yeah. and like spiritually. Yeah. Than going to work and like making money. So then, why do you think more and more women every single day are falling for this whole culture and uh, way of thinking and this way of life? Programming. But where? From from where? Like from the how, US, from the West, bro. From the West. From the West. Hmm. There's no, there's no feminism movement. Obviously, the feminism movement in India, I really respect. Hmm. 
because here it's not about pronouns it's not about them yeah, it's they, not about that because here people don't have time to f- fall into all that bullshit you know why people here are actually there's some malnutrition there's like a lot of the villages here they still don't have like proper education they don't yeah, have proper food so women are still malnourished and things like that that's actual feminism we need to support those women instead of posting online and saying my pronouns are this yeah, thing yeah it's them. so stupid fuck bro. all that first look at your backyard clean your backyard clean your house help the women here yeah. who are actually dealing with some real issues literally and then you can maybe support something outside of this fucking culture because they're trying to program you they're trying to make you weak as women by giving you these jobs they're trying to get you away from your kids because you go go for mm. the job the husband goes for the job the kids can be programmed in the school very easily and they can feed them whatever bullshit they want i'm going to ask you some questions All right man go Let's for it. Go. <laughs> oh, should I should we change? Oh yeah yeah, let's change. So Let's do it. Yeah. Let's change the frame also. <laughs> let's change the frame, yeah. Oh fuck, I feel like I'm in the hot seat. There you go. So so for the last section of this show the tables are turning. Mm-hmm. Mr. Kanav is going to play host and ask me some tough questions. Yeah. No, no, no nothing no, tough. He'll try to go easy on me. Let's see. So um I I just want to ask you like what's your vision for the podcast mm. and um I think I'm your seventh guest. You are my seventh guest. Um, yes. How have you like, you know, kind of dealt with the whole podcast scenario because everybody's doing this shit nowadays. Yeah. Hopping into an industry that's very new, very yes. young. Yes. Um still very new like I said, but how are you going to differentiate yourself and what was mm. the what was your like meaning kind of like behind the podcast? What do you want your mm. viewers to kind of take away from what you you know you want to do for the next few years yeah that is a, that's a very good question and a very loaded question so I'll, so yeah. I'll, so I'll answer first with the with why I started this podcast which I'm actually calling a show because there's visual elements like there's yeah. like like there's you know pretty people bro plus there's <laughs> alcohol as well so so why so I've always wanted to start a podcast like a show uh since say 2 3 years ago because I knew that I am I am a very curious person by nature and i know that when i ask somebody something i don't just ask for content but i am but i ask cuz 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 like i'm genuinely interested interested which many of my guests have have told me after the show that damn bro like you actually care yeah. like you know like you know i would say the same thing by the way thank you so much so so that's one of the reasons that i've always been a very curious spirit and uh i actually started the show as more like a passion project I personally makes zero money of this mm-hmm. uh like i do i do like zero ads zero sponsorships i'll personally i don't think i'll ever do any ads any sponsorship because my goal and my my vision with this podcast is to connect with you know with you know people like you people you know who are like who are doing doing something creative who are pursuing their music you know yeah. people who are people who are sort of, sort of not sticking to the whole uh, conventional path laid out to them yeah cuz that's what most people are doing and even me personally like my like i i personally fought with my parents to like not do an mba and so many people still ask me that bro I feel that. yeah you know so many people still ask me that bro like 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 are you going to do an mba and all i'm like fuck no man cuz cuz i know that my time is way more valuable than you know doing an mba and it's not only about the nba sorry to mba <clears throat> yeah. sorry it's always in the back of my head but anyways it's not only about like doing an mba it's about like okay how can i go out there and make a difference yeah for more sure more than man. just what's like the path is laid out for me like you're not just going to go and like go in the straight line yeah you sure. understand life is like this 
Yeah. It's curvy. There's fucking this. Exactly, that. man. So you're gonna like have some rejections. You're gonna have some this, but actually, that, like that's what happens. This is life, and that's the beauty of it. Exactly. And I am, and I'm also like a sort of like a like a very spontaneous person. Like we we basically set this whole thing up in like two three days, mm-hmm. pretty much. And yeah, man. Like my vision with this with this podcast slash show is just to connect with people and you know just because like and how you were you know you were asking. how i'm going to differentiate this with the other podcasts that are out because there's yeah. tons of them what i see what is the common pattern in most podcasts is that most of them i know they they sort of have that same theme you know talking about how to make uh, how to make money how to make money how to sort of uh, like like escape the matrix and just very like very uh, structured podcasts like yeah. there is no flow in them and this with malls and musings till date this is my 7th episode i haven't prepared a single script and even i mean what i do is i tell my guests that there is this one question in the, in the beginning mm. which is what is the word music mean to you yeah from there it's completely free flow yeah and how i try to structure it in my mind is to like make it less of knowledge and more of you know musing like just yeah. passion art creativity conversation, free flow like, you know conversation yeah. man like like just alcohol and conversation mix perfectly with like yeah. you know with like with like good company So I do I, my my vision this with this podcast is to just is honestly not even to like get it to like a very huge scale it might it might not couldn't care less my goal I is like just that. to give a my goal is just to say give give like a voice to those artists and those you know passionate people. people you know sort of those passionate few who still who still do who still follow the road less traveled even like uh even when like everyone uh, around them tells him not to mm. you know it is for that wrapping that uh, artistic spirit inside every person and 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 i personally believe it is inside every person because we Definitely. as humans we're not we're not born to you know work like a work like a 9 to 5 we have our own personality we have our own uh, individual spirit so yeah man that's just the goal just to free flow and just to have a nice conversation that's honestly i think that's what's lacking in the world bro um there's so much shit happening everywhere and like people always have an opinion about something and like i think it takes the bigger man to say sit back and relax and say hey maybe i don't know everything about this but i'm going to give you my opinion maybe you agree yeah. with it maybe you don't and exactly. that goes the same for everything that i've said everything he said i think personally true that from the vibes that we're getting yeah. is like okay hey maybe i don't know everything but this is my opinion being ourselves yeah and like we're just like honestly we're coming from a place that's good we're coming from our mm, heart we're speaking yeah. from our heart and yes. i think we'll we're going to find an audience that's you know going to fuck with us and those are going to be our a uh, very close knit community for the rest of maybe 100%. the next 2 3 years we'll build a community you'll build a community that's the same as you for sure man and that's the beauty of it better than me man honestly uh, let me ask you another question then sure so um with like your entire family background yeah. the way you grew up obviously people are um in the beginning of their life probably to like 8 to 9 years old yeah. um you programmed 100%. From your family, 100%. from the school, the, your environment, your surroundings. How did you try to break free from that? How and would, how did you like? Okay, you know, get into this mindset of I'm not gonna take this conventional mm. path because this is the same thing that I did. And That's, like I told you, I cried. Bro, that is a great question. I yeah. cried when my parents were like, "You're not taking a fucking gap here. Yeah, man. You're doing the worst thing on the planet." I was like, <laughs> you know. And so, tell me how you kind of broke away from that and like. 
started Fuck. to find your own identity in the world that is a away from your question, family man. away from where you come from yeah. india i'm an indian i'm 25 years old i'm an indian i live in delhi no that's not who you are true that so how did you start to develop who you actually are as a person and uh, yeah tell me more about bro, that bro this guy is going to take over my podcast with me he asks great questions <laughs> man you really ask great questions i have to up my own game at asking questions uh so okay so my background man i was again a sh- like a like a very shy kid and all of my friends can uh, uh confirm that. that yeah i tested yeah. that how i mean how i found that i wasn't meant to do the whole corporate thing is i don't know man like, even when i was young i was i was always a ve- i was always a you know what actually uh, i have sort of realized that be, being an introvert being a shy kid makes you learn a lot about your own self i think that's very true that's right? very I, true i didn't right? touch upon that but i think you're very very y- right y- you should after this but, but i told you i was low key a rebel yeah man i was introverted but i would look at the class and say fuck all this shit that's happening yeah, man. like what the fuck i'd be in a corner and like i'd be like i had like jz rap <laughs> lyrics yeah bro printed out and oh, i would man. like be studying it and like yeah. learning it and i would just like watch 100 people or 50 people in my class reading physics books and yeah. this and that and i was like where am i like what's happening It's so that was man. for me the beginning It's of the true. realization of okay maybe i'm a little bit different i'm not saying i'm cool yeah. or whatever i'm just different maybe i'm weird maybe i'm geeky i don't fucking know yeah it's why true. do you think i'm in the music industry now Exactly. I was listening to fucking Jay Z's rap. So you know when I was in fourth when, grade. When when like when like people were playing uh, foil fight and all, bro. And it's true, you know. Like I was I was thinking like now that you asked me, I was thinking about like maybe maybe people who are introverted naturally when they grow up they actually learn a lot about themselves because they, yeah. they have a, they have a, they have a very strong foundation. They they sort of know themselves very early in life. versus i think you know those kids in school who were like who were always very playing very social they sort of always went with the flow yeah and you know what now they're realizing that oh my god this is this is not for me or, or maybe that's from that that's not for me and i'm somebody else versus people like us who introverts had a strong foundation already we we sort of figured ourselves out early in life and from then on man it was for me it was just trusting myself man like even even when my same own, Damn. Even you know, even when my parents, used, even you know, even when my parents were like, "Ki yar, beta, ap me tab kya karo? What what the fuck is this? Mat karo, MBA karo, sab chhap padai karo, job mil jayegi." All I used to say. Damn, I, I cannot I say, imagine you as a fucking job guy, bro. <laughs> That would be all, weak. <laughs> all I used weak. to say was, "Just trust me." Yeah. And I and I kept saying that for a couple of years, until one day. they sort of saw the results yeah they see the money then huh they see the money they see they see the whole lifestyle coming around and by the way sorry to interrupt you guys if you are somebody who wants to do something creative who wants to go out there and like show your parents it's not about this 9 to 5 hmm. i want to go out there and do something crazy i want to do something big you have to show them results you have to show you can't just maybe for a year two years yeah. you can stall them and say hey i'm working on this look i have a new client i have a new potential client but at the end of the day when they will be satisfied because the, the end goal is for them indian to see parents, you happy bro. yeah indian they want to see you happy they, they want to see you make happy, money yeah, so money when you show them that it. they will literally not even shut them out but tell you to go Chill. literally bro literally enjoy your life literally my parents now now i am at a position where i can go back home and 
give them money amazing man that so, is the best place to be in life and it's not like they need it i'm just buying them gifts so i'm amazing. just telling my mom like hey just save this in your fucking yeah. whatever they have this piggy bank <laughs> it is But the best thing like man. honestly if you are somebody who's aspiring to be a creative guy somebody in this field maybe a rapper anything anything creative not the conventional way yeah. you have to see results at some point at some point because yeah. that's how the world works that's how the world works change that. you got to have but we i mean change that. but uh, uh like sort of on that point do not do not really try to rush for the results no cuz results will come eventually if you really give it if your you all if you believe man. in yourself if you believe, yeah, self believe is the most important if you believe in yourself man. like you said if you believe in yourself if you're genuine about what you're doing it's not yeah. just a gimmick it's yeah. not just to say you're cool you're not this like conventional guy or unconventional no it's not about yeah, that bro, it's literally. about helping people yeah. getting really deep into something yeah. that you admire and adore and as soon as that happens i think money will flow literally man it's it's and and how i would personally tell the guys who say want to like find themselves out or like they want to realize what they like look uh, like i'm not uh, like i'm not like a god or anything i haven't i haven't like figured out life but from my own experience i can say that you have to you have to sort of go into a phase of self like uh, self reflection for a while you have to say no to those parties you have to say no to those you know yes. random chilling out Bro. for maybe for like a maybe like a for, for like a for like a month just for a that month that is man. actually you know? that is actually the best advice you could give you have to man you, you have, have to, to start to say no yeah you, you have, have to. to that's how you level up like for example 10 years ago not even 10 let's say 5 years ago cuz 10 yeah. years ago i was like what 15 years 15. old 16 years old yeah Maybe five years ago, when I kind of started learning about business, I was twenty, twenty-one. Yeah. I was like getting into like, okay, I need to make my own money. Like, I don't want to be a fucking loser. I'm never gonna ask my parents for money. Yeah. I was in New York. I was on scholarship. Oh, amazing! But yeah, like hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand dollars. I made the fucking white people pay for my education. Fuck bitch. yeah! No, fuck you, white people. Fuck white people. I mean, like, no, I love you. Guys. Yeah, just kidding. But also, He's kidding, I'm not. Fuck you at the same time because you're supporting the war. Yeah, so what's the war? But yeah. anyways. um i was just saying like when i started to get into this scene yeah. i really had to say no to most of my friends social groups i had to basically be alone yeah. and not have any friends no emotional support for at least i would say a year or two and that was my biggest period of growth how much i learned in one year i think i haven't learned in 5 years before that or after and that. this is you do you're a social person but you need those sacrifices in the beginning you to do, kind of man. build you up to become a fucking man yeah man for sure you know or if you're a girl like a fucking you know a woman of substance queen, like, the queen. same thing a queen yes queen, exactly a king and a queen and once you are past that like little hurdle <laughs> then you'll see that it's just like it's chilling it's like you see the view from yeah. the top of the mountain after that it's sort of that let me put a metaphor for that is is you know when this plane is take, taking off in this cloudy weather there is a phase where it's you know between the clouds where where like where like, where like you know uh, you can't see anything you just have to yeah. focus on the goal then once you're out of the clouds it's all cruising I mean, you know? it's like rainbows and it's sunshine it's rainbows and sunshine <laughs> you're like flying over the clouds you're like on cloud 9 literally okay so yeah my my final question for all my guests is How would Mr. Kanav Nayar would want to be remembered a hundred years from now? I honestly don't have the right answer for this yet. Okay. I feel like maybe when I'm in my fifties, sixties, inshallah, I stay alive till then. 
You will, man. Um, you will. Life is life is long. I hope so. Um, but I would say this is my thesis, right? Hmm. For life so far. Okay. You don't really matter. Hmm. You only matter to the people who are close to you. Yeah, man. So having the best friends, never being mean to somebody. Yeah. Being nice to people, True. even if it's somebody that I gave ten rupees today to a random hmm. guy, for example. Yeah. That's my, you know, legacy. Amazing, man. I want to teach my kids. I am very like family oriented as a person. Nice, me too. Yeah. So for me, my friends and my family, I want them to remember me. I don't really care mm. about like a thousand legacy other people like, yeah. to remember me. My only legacy I really want the people that are close to me, my friends, my family, people like. I'm meeting you for the second time today. The second time, guys. so I want you to remember me in a nice light, will, and like man. a nice guy, who you know just spoke the truth amazing. out of my heart. That's and it. This was, That's this was my amazing. legacy. That's how I want to be remembered. This is amazing, man. Hundred percent, and and that was a that was a very beautiful answer, man. What would you leave, what would you want to leave the audience with? Any any one liner, any quote, any uh, musing that you might have had in in the recent times, or like in your life. Let's say. 50 people are watching this what would you want to tell them leave them with you know i would say i don't know like i don't really have any one liners or anything but i would say just like if whatever you want to go after hmm. don't care about other people hmm. just do whatever you think is right for yeah. you cuz a lot of the answers lie inside you than outside of you So mm. if you ever feel like you're struggling if yeah. you're struggling with mental health you feel like whatever it can be to the extreme of like maybe you want to do suicide or you even thinking about it yeah go inside of you there's a lot of answers that are outside of the world that yeah. are actually inside you go yeah. take a vacation for one week it's going to solve most of your problems think deep inside get into meditation try to get into yoga yeah. try to get to know yourself better I think if you know who you are as a person or even close I don't think anybody in this world knows exactly who they are. Yeah. I think that's one of life's missions definitely, and goals. Definitely, definitely. So bro. try to get closer to that goal every single day. Get to know yourself better, get inside of yourself instead of like seeking from seeking answers from outside of yourself. Yeah. You know, there's nobody who's god here. Everybody has the same potential to make it, <clears throat> same potential to be successful, to blossom and yeah, just take it easy go in go deep inside try to figure yourself out and um yeah just have fun amazing on that note thank you kind of for being here is amazing you, man. man thank you for watching appreciate this you guys this is kind of there this is neer gupta and i'll see you in the next episode of for the sure. mall tune in. podcast let's fucking go tune in